everybody, welcome to the Midnight Podcast, episode number 15. I am your co-host, Josh, sitting alongside Patrick. Hey everybody, how's it going? And our two missing partners tonight, Greg and Tom. Uh, they are gone doing other things. So it's uh, just, uh, it's going to be the two people tonight. They're, they're, they're wissing out on us is what yeah. they're doing. You've uh, you've dealt with this before, just two people, and you know how it goes. So <laughs> it's usually st- a train wreck, right? <laughs> yeah, stick with us. I promise, if nothing else, it'll be an entertaining train wreck. So, I think the last time it was just you and I. Neither of us could speak, yeah, read, was, talk, or formate any type <laughs> of idea whatsoever. It was rough. It was, it was a rough go, but... If you listen to that podcast, then I'm sure you got a nice little like laugh out of it. And uh, now we're here doing it again. So because we are gluttons for punishment. Because we are gluttons for punishment. Uh, uh, so tonight we're gonna. It's gonna be probably a quick. It'll be a quick fire. I promise. So just stick with us for the what 40 minutes that we might do. If if, if that if we're lucky. If we're lucky. <laughs> right. And uh, and then you can move on to what other uh, casting of potting that you listen to. Um, I have my notes of the things that I've watched this week. I'm sure Patrick has a couple things that he's smashed. You know, maybe. it's uh, the, the things that I've been watching is uh, what we've been doing with our 80s uh, with our 80s challenge here. Yep, I and cheated. for those of you who don't know what that is, uh, last year we challenged ourselves to watch uh, <laughs> 31 horror films in the month of October. Yeah, which we're doing again this year. Which we are doing yeah. again this year. But then I think we were challenged. Uh, well, we are challenged. But uh, we challenged yeah. ourselves, and I don't know if it was a. Uh, did you guys do this challenge on your own, or I mean, did you come up with it on your own? The 80s or, challenge. Yeah, I think Greg has just like this weird like infatuation with eighties movies. Well, and I love eighties movies. He didn't have an excuse to like watch a bunch, and I am also a huge fan of the eighties and the movies of the eighties. So I was like, hell yeah, Greg, let's do that. Um, so Greg came up with the eighties movies challenge. And I, uh, so far, I'm pretty happy he did. So yeah, yeah. I'm probably the furthest. You're not that back. far behind. I, I, really. well, I think You're I'm. Not. I just posted one today. It's what number seven. Yeah. So I am about seven movies behind. Um, six movies behind. Three. So okay, yeah, three. Uh, and maybe I'm doing better than Tom, though. I don't know because you're at you're at number ten. Yeah, I hit ten uh, last night. And then uh, Greg's at seven. I think Greg may have hit eight. He posted uh, the Great Muppet Caper uh, yesterday, which I don't see on the feed, but I know he did. Yeah, it. I don't see that on the feed. I see uh, the last one he posted was European Vacation. Uh, yeah, Great Muppet Caper. I know he posted. Um, I'm trying to see the last one Tom did. So Maybe I'm ahead of Tom. I think you're ahead of Tom. I know you're definitely ahead of Elizabeth and Emily. Okay. Um, um, I, I think the one movie that Elizabeth might watch during this 80s challenge is the final movie that we're watching well she has to we're going to force her to i'm going to force her to watch Rex exactly because she's never seen it before um so uh she will be forced to watch the uh the, the, the breakfast, breakfast club. club yeah so and I've, I've been trying but she's like working like crazy hours so she doesn't have time to watch movies so, so in in your 80s movies then if we yeah, i mean if we sorry. hit this whole uh what have you been watching i mean do we yeah. want to cover that do we want to we can we, have we you have well. you watched something besides the 80s marathon i have i so i cheated i'll be very honest uh i cheated because i was like i was sitting at home and we're doing this 80s movie thing and i also have to watch horror for the podcast and the challenge for myself which i've totally failed on is i don't want to watch any 80s horror 
I want to stick with just 80s movies that's not horror related because I just I'm trying to save the horror films for October. Right. But we did have an exception for that, which was tonight's movie. Uh, yes. Because we wanted something from the 80s because we're doing because we thought we'd knock one out at yeah. the same time. So I totally just I got I was like, uh, fuck it. I cheated and I watched a bunch of 80s horror this week because I had to watch 80s movies and I had to watch horror stuff for the podcast. So I was like, I'm just going to multitask. You can call it cheating. I call it multitasking. <laughs> so I watched a bunch of 80s horror this week um, that I can throw out there. I mean, do you have anything uh, that you watched, Patrick, that uh, whether it be 80s horror or just regular horror or no? Well, uh, for the 80s challenge, um, I'm doing something a little bit different than the other guys are doing. And that's, and that's, I'm doing a real 80s challenge in the sense of I'm watching 80s movies that I had never seen before. Yeah. Um, And some of them are stinkers. Some of them are really good ones because, you know, there's some 80s movies that I'm almost embarrassed to admit that I haven't seen. So um, those are going to come out uh, over the course of the, 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 this month. Uh, with my comrades here realizing how much of a doofus I am and not seeing some of these movies. Like, it kind of shocked you that I'd never seen Uncle Buck That really, before. like, that floored me. I was like, what, Patrick? You've never seen Uncle Buck? Which is, like, the second greatest John Candy film ever. Right. And I, 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 it, I felt it really showed his acting chops really, really well. And it's early Macaulay Culkin. Right. Right, because I think that was before, obviously it was before Home Alone, yes, before in which Home Alone. Yeah. Uh, John Candy's in that as well. Yeah. Um, is he in Hubble? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. Was, he's in the truck. He's, he's in the, the truck musician. with the polka yeah. Yeah. group. Um, you know, but there's a, you know, there's a couple other things like uh, After Hours, Martin Scorsese uh, film. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, which was really good. Uh, and then, you know, I like I said, I saw some stinkers on there like Beastmaster. Oh, I think I saw that. I've been talking a lot about uh, in the 80s and kind of early 90s. There's a, a really popular show on it was Channel 27 in like in uh, USA Up All Night. Mm-hmm. And I was a big fan of that show. It was Gilbert Godfrey and Rhonda something or other. Um, this big blonde bimbo looking girl. But she was like she was like she was a character. Gilbert Godfrey is just Gilbert Godfrey. insane. Right. Um, and I'm pretty sure Beastmaster was another one of those movies that played on that channel, like, late night. It's like so the movies were sort of, like, midnight. Um, I'm pretty sure that played on there as well. So I'm, I think I've seen Beastmaster, unfortunately. I, it was it was bad. It was bad. Like I said, you know, I, I kept wanting Rip Torn to just say, if you can dodge a beast, you can dodge them all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so... But yeah, I, I got some uh, non-80s horror on here also that I snuck in because I am a recent subscriber to Amazon Prime. And they have, I cannot wait till October now. Like last October for our challenge, I failed hard because I think I only watched like 15 movies. And you guys we were, smashed it. But we were limited with Netflix because they had yeah. Netflix when it comes to horror. Rough. It's rough. It's rough. If it's not mainstream, yeah. it's tough to find anything. So Amazon Prime, and I found even more last night. Amazon Prime is like going to be my go-to in October for the the horror challenge. Okay, what's the cost of Amazon Prime? It's like eight dollars a month. That's yeah. it. Yeah, I thought it was more than that. No, okay. it's like you don't get. I mean, it's not. It's just streaming. Like no movies. <gasps> oh, in the okay. Or whatever. But they have so much stuff on there that. 
who cares if they send you shit in the mail? Watch, just stream it. I mean, it's, right, that's right. all I do for Netflix and Hulu anyways is stream. Yeah. Well, and do you get the, like the two day shipping and stuff like that? I don't do as any well? of that. I just, just, you do, just do the movies and that's streaming. it. Okay. That's it. I right. did the Netflix two days in the mail thing for a while. Mm-hmm. And I started to realize I'd hold on to a movie for like a month and not even watch it. Oh, I've got one sitting in my bag. That's been there for at least six months it's, because I keep forgetting to send it yeah, back. So I was like, I'm paying extra, extra money. To not even watch the movie that they yeah. send me. And then I eventually send it back and they send me a new one that I don't watch. So I was like, I'm going to get rid of that. I'll just stream shit um, because there's plenty of stuff. Too. Mm-hmm. Between three streaming, whatever, that's plenty of content. Because you're on Netflix, <clears throat> excuse me, Netflix, Hulu. And now Amazon and now Prime. Amazon Prime. Yeah. Okay. And I was on Shudder for a while, um, but I had to watch movies from Shudder on my phone and I just can't, I can't do it. Because so, that's. That's app based or you you can get shutter on your I don't have the kind of TV that you can download that app on. Right. So but if you got like a Roku or something yeah, like yeah, that, you, you can shutter okay. comes with all that now. All right. And there's great stuff on there. There's a ton of cool stuff on Shutter. So I would not like bash it or whatever. Mm-hmm. I just couldn't watch movies on my phone. Right. It was tough. Unlike so. somebody else we know that <clears throat> that's pretty much what he does all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Um no, I can watch movies on my phone at work. I just don't want to do it at home. Um, <laughs> so anyway, uh, I did watch some movies that were not 80s related. Do you, do we, are we going to be able to even go around Robin? Do you have enough to go around Robin? For for what? The, for what we've been watching? Sure. Do you want to start? Are you going to start? I've got one. Other than the 80s, I have one movie that I, or one thing that I've watched other than the 80s okay. stuff. Well, so, I'll just start listening off yeah, shit that I watched it yeah, real quick. Yeah, go ahead. And I'll just make it really fast because, again, we don't have two people and the uh, the round robin seems to be working a lot better yeah. than what we've been doing. But um, so 80s related, I watched American Werewolf in London, which I haven't watched in a really long time. Um, in fact, I wasn't sure when I watched that if I had actually seen that movie all the way through or if I had just watched, you know, little bits at a time. Um, it was great. I I. I was surprised. I was like, ah, I was kind of hesitant going into it, but I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to suck it up. I'm going to sit here. I'm going to watch the whole thing. And I was at work. So it was okay. Cause it gave me something to do. Um, uh, great flick. That transformation scene is still like for, one of the, yeah. It's just for like, when it was made. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, Rick Baker, I think did the effects for Couldn't tell you. American Warfare in London. Um, but uh, so I watched American Warfare in London uh, which is a nice way to kick off my 80s horror week. Um, I watched a movie, and this isn't horror, but I don't care. Uh, I watched Teen Wolf 2, which I remember loving when I was a kid. Like, I don't know why, but the Teen Wolf movies, I was just a, really, I was just a huge fan of. Um, and who didn't want to be, like, a teenage werewolf? Like, right. It's, like, really good at athletics. Now, how did that shit? stand up to the first one? Bad. Michael J. Fox. Really bad. Okay. Jason Bateman's in it. I'm pretty sure it's, like... I'd love Jason Bateman, um, but he's very young in that. Yeah, I think it's, like... Really, it's really early Jason Bateman. Um, Teen Wolf, you know, with, with Michael J. Fox is like classic. It's great. It's, um, you know, it's a fun little movie. Um, Teen Wolf 2 is basically the same story, only he's a boxer instead of a basketball player. Okay. Um, so I don't have to see that one no, then. No, you right. can probably skip Teen Wolf 2 at this All right. point. If you have not seen it when you were a child, there's no I would to really watch no way appreciate it as an adult. Um, uh, so I watched that. Uh, I I watched Return of the Living Dead, which 
I, again, was one of those USA Up All Night movies mm-hmm. that I watched when I was a kid that I probably shouldn't have, but I did anyway. I don't know. Like, my dad let me watch weird shit when I was a kid. Um, but I did. And uh, it's really, like, it's really uh, cheesy. Mm-hmm. It's super cheesy. It's like, you know, the, all the kids in there are, like, punk rock. Um, Lene Quigley's in it. That's all I'm going to say. Um and uh, that's like she was like a Night of the Demons. She was in other movies in like mm-hmm. the eighties and nineties that I was a fan of. Um, but she is, uh, I think, the only one that came out of that movie that was part of the punk teen kids that really did much more. Um, the f- zombies ran in that movie, so take that in for what it's worth because we just talked about this last about week him about, not wanting to yeah, have running zombies. And uh, uh, the again, the effects are great, but yeah, the zombies like moved fast and they ran in that movie, hmm. and I had forgotten about that. So that took me back to our last podcast when I was like, everything's moving fast. These guys yeah. move fast. So there's that. Um, and then non uh, '80s related, I watched a movie on Amazon Prime called Pitchfork, uh, indie film. I couldn't find the cost because when I watch these indie films now, I IMDb them because I want to know the budget. Sure. Because when we do these these uh, indie films, we have like no, no money. Um, so I was like, okay, what does a movie with a budget have? And I couldn't find a budget. They didn't list it. But I know that movie had money. Not because from watching it I could tell. But I know just from following along that movie being made, I know that movie had a budget. And it really doesn't look like if you go and watch some of the stuff like horror films made in Nebraska – and go, this is how much they had. It it really, like, matches up. Like, there's no budget filmmakers that are making movies that good with a, a, a decent budget. Right. So, um, that being said, uh, it's not great, but I try not to trash on indie horror f- like movies, not only because we make them, but because that's somebody's baby, and that's somebody who took however much time it took them to make that movie, not getting paid for it with whatever working resources a they job had. while they're doing it yeah, and whatever else problems they had making that movie. Um, that's for any, any like indie or, or any indie filmmaker in general, you can't trash on those movies because you, you're going to spot the problems mm-hmm. and it's, they have those problems because they either had a very limited budget or they have 900 other things to do right. on top of making that movie. So, Right, and it's hard to trash on them as well because we experience those issues exactly. as well. It's like it's like yes, you see the issue, but you also understand well you had no money. Yeah. I mean, you had no resources, you had none of the other things. Trash on big budget movies all yeah, you want when they exactly. make stupid mistakes. Exactly. Um, because they should know better. That's why they hire people for those things. But yeah. yes, we're we are much um, more lenient on They the did movies. Michael Myers out the uh the villain in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, he's called Pitchfork because he has a pitchfork. Literally, uh, it's like uh, razor wired to his arm. Oh. And um, he wears a funky little like wolf mask thing. And you, he's just, he's the villain until the end of the movie when all of a sudden his problem is explained and where he comes from. Like, he comes from like a broken, fucked up home. I would and say that his problem was he had a pitchfork razor wired to his arm. That's probably part of it too. Yeah. Um, but they do the sympathy thing with him, this Michael Myers thing with him, where <clears throat> you feel bad for him all of a sudden at the end because now he's just now you know why. Yeah. Um, 
What was the name of that again? It's called Pitchfork. Pitchfork. It's definitely worth the watch. Okay. Uh, again, streaming on Amazon Prime. It's quick. It's like an hour and hour and a half, whatever. Maybe a little shorter. Um, quick watch. And then the other movie, real quick, I watched Purge Election Day, which this is old. Um, it came out. What was last year? It was just last year? Yeah. Because um, it's on my list of Halloween movies uh, because I'm looking at, at movies in 2016 that I've missed. Okay. Have you? So you haven't seen this I have yet. not seen okay. it. So, I mean, you're not, not, you're not giving away anything. I'm not going to give yeah. away anything anyway. Um, it is by far my favorite Purge movie. Really? Um, I didn't – now – I got to say, I didn't get through the second one because I was bored. Mm -hmm. uh, but Purge Election Day, here's why I didn't like the first Purge. Because was it Ethan Hawke that's in that mm -hmm. movie? Yes. I don't like celebrities in, in those horror films, movies. Right. which I've already touched on. Um, Purge Election Day is my favorite of the three. And I think they're making a fourth now. Hmm. Um, I think, I feel like they're making, well, I don't want to say too much. So... Okay. I feel like they're making a prequel oh. out of the fourth one. All right. And they're explaining the purge and how it kind of came to came be. Around. And it ties in with the third one. Okay. So um anyway, the purge election day is, is great. Yeah, that's on my that's on my list of uh October movies yeah. for me. So um yeah, I mentioned a couple of the eighties movies that uh I'd been watching it started with the uh the adventures of Buckaroo Bonsai across the eighth dimension. You brave soul. Um, and uh, I'd always seen this like sitting on a shelf because I remember the <clears> box <throat> cover and everything else. And uh, so I said, oh, let's go ahead and watch this. And I mean, it's got A-list actors in that movie, but yeah. it's like a B movie, though, B-rated yeah. movie. Uh, so I found that was really interesting. So, I, you know, I've gone the gamut so far in my, what, seven movies that I said. So, I'm, you know, ranging from that and Beastmaster to Scorsese movies. Uh, yeah. The King of Comedy was one that I always wanted to watch. And, you know, with the, yeah. uh, with the De Niro and Jerry Lewis. Okay. Uh, um, and this beautiful satire. Um, so I am, you know, watching some things and I know Tom's going to give me crap because uh, today I just posted Hannah and her sisters. Uh, you know, here's an, a, an Academy Award winning movie. Um, oh, really? With the, uh, you know, and, know and, and it's a, uh, 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 Woody Allen movie. And, uh, you know, these are, these are things I probably should have seen before, you know, but I've got a couple other, uh, um, <coughs> Woody Allen movies on my list. Cause I haven't seen, I've never seen crimes and misdemeanors, yeah, which me, is a really big movie for him. <laughs> um, so, uh, you know, as long as I've got some time to do these, I don't know that I'm going to hit the full, uh, 30 or whatever. Um, I'm not quite sure any of us are at this point. I have to watch me personally. I have to watch two movies a day right now. Just yeah, to catch just up. To even catch up. And uh, you know, I'm busy editing uh, and work and yeah. other things. So I, I don't know that I'm going to complete this challenge. And quite frankly, that may be okay because I don't know if I want to burn myself out by the time we get to the horror movies mm -hmm. uh, because I'd rather spend my time uh, enjoying those. Uh, yeah. Cause I can watch these eighties movies on my own and, and yeah. that type of thing. So, um, but Hey, I did go see a movie today. Uh, I have, I know what you're going to say and I'm seeing it Wednesday, but okay. go ahead, throw it out. Annabelle creation. Yeah, I'm seeing it Wednesday. Uh, I want to talk about it. <laughs> um, do I will say I was entertained. Okay. I will say there was some really, really cool stuff in this. Okay. 
And that's all I'm going to say because you're going to see it. Yeah. We, uh, but I but I did go see it. I think it's a nice addition to the Annabelle series, the to the Conjuring series. series. Yeah. Um, it was nice to, you know, see one of these without the Warrens being involved with it. Yeah. Um, Were they in Annabelle? Because they set up Annabelle, right? Did they set that up in the first Annabelle movie? Were they in that? Were they Do in Annabelle? They were in Annabelle, weren't they? I th- they're in that very beginning scene, right? right. Where the, the two girls right. are living in the apartment mm-hmm. and the animal dolls in there. Mm-hmm. They're in that scene, right? right. That's it, yeah. I think. Okay. So, um, but I think, it's, like I said, I think it's a nice addition to it. There's a couple things I would be critical of and we'll be interested in hearing your thoughts when we talk about it next. Yeah, we'll, we'll hit on, uh, on the next podcast. Next podcast yeah. because you'll throw it out as a what you've been watching. Yeah, we can um, go back and forth. No, I, I, there's some really good tension building scenes. There's a couple things that, that, uh, I think they handled really nicely, but like I said, I've got a couple of criticisms that I want to see if you, if you felt the same way, uh, about it. Um, I just got to say kid actors are getting so good nowadays. Uh, the, the, there was a couple main young ladies in this show and, one of them just knocked it out of the park. Okay. She was just amazing, just absolutely amazing. Cool. So I think I think you'll enjoy it. Um, but um, but you but I know you're going to be looking at it as a uh, studio horror film as well. So yeah, I'm mad now because I was going to go see it on Friday night and I was late and I I won't go to a movie late. Right, I refuse to show up. Like the movie starts at ten ten, I won't walk in at ten ten eleven. I just won't do it. Um, Why is that? I I'm curious. First of all, sometimes, and this is really stupid, and I'm sorry to uh, burn a couple extra minutes on the podcast, so um, I don't like missing previews. Okay. I'm, I just don't like missing <laughs> previews. And on a movie that I'm sure was not full on Friday night, I'm sure there was not a full crowd on Friday night, but I don't like to be the guy crawling over 20 people oh, sure. to find a seat right. or walking in. Like, I feel like... Walking is like it's like walking into class late where mm-hmm. everybody's staring at you and you're the asshole for like showing up late and everybody else was there on time. They already got their stuff and right. they got seated before the movie started and you're the jerk off that's walking in going, excuse me, pardon me, excuse me, dropping my popcorn and my yeah. shit all over you yeah. because I decided in the last minute that I wanted to go to a movie. So um, and I just learned like uh, hearing people talk about it. Uh, that is kind of a respect thing. Like. Uh, if, if you're going to go to something like that where there's a big crowd of people, just be on time. Um, my wife makes me late for movies all the time, and I yell at her because I'm like, we can't. See, don't make me walk into that movie late. Don't I, do it. I was – for me, it's uh, – if it's general seating, yeah, yeah, I, I'm there a half hour before because I hate getting stuck, you know, two feet away from the screen. Yeah. But now that we've got this leisure lounge seating and stuff oh, like yeah, that, yeah. you're guaranteed your spot. Mm-hmm. Everything else. I love trailers. I I do myself, but there are times where it's like if I'm a couple minutes late, I'm okay with it because yeah. my seat is guaranteed. Yeah. No one's taking it away from me. If I miss a couple of trailers, so be it. But no, I, I understand and respect your point. Now, though. going back to that, if real quick, I'm the asshole that will buy a seat and just be like, I don't fucking care about what it says. I'm supposed to sit here. <laughs> I just picked that seat because you made me pick a seat. I'll sit wherever the fuck I want to. And then I'll just go oh, when, there. When you go into a theater that's yeah. half empty anyway. Yeah, I'll just, yeah. I'll just be like, I'm taking that one. And then yeah. I'll sit somewhere else because yeah. I'm that guy. 
Um, so, hey, eh, whatever. We'll see. If somebody comes and says, hey, I well, bought you know, that seat, sometimes, like, I will move. But, but sometimes I'll, the diagrams when you're picking your, your, your chair yeah. are not accurate. And you think you're smack dab in the middle of that theater and you get in there and you're like 10 feet to the left. That bothers me for some reason. Yeah, I will just move. Yeah. But like that, I meant to sit there, so you move. <laughs> Uh, so yeah. um, anyway, that's my. And then in addition, because I, I had said where I was going to point this out, uh, they had a trailer. It's the is it the first is it a trailer or is it the first like it's like an entire minutes it's an entire it. three maybe plus minutes of <sighs> it. Are they going to keep doing that or was that an opening night thing? I don't know. If I miss it, I'm going to be it fucking was, pissed. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, it's I the Georgie there, scene, right? It's Georgie While talking running, into the sewer. Yeah, god damn it. They better keep showing oh, it. Oh, it was uh September eighth. Um, and I think that's oh. a if we can if we can put it together, if we can do it on like a September tenth as like a Sunday, if we can like get a group. We did this for um a movie called The Gallows, where we got a oh. group together. And we went and saw the All gallows, day. and then right immediately afterwards, we went and podcasted. Oh, that'd it. be awesome! Um, so if we can figure out how to do that for it, yeah, uh, we'll drag Greg down here, throw him in the clown theater, and make him watch it because that's the guy that, I'm, I'm including well, and I do this when I watch horror movies with my wife too. But like, I love to people watch. Yeah, when I watch movies with people that I know are fucking terrified yeah. of what's going on on the screen. I will watch them for their reactions and I will play on that and come the podcast. I will prey on those people <laughs> like crazy. Well, you know, you've got me on almost any jump scare that there is. If it's a loud noise, loud noises for some reason just yep. set me off. Yep. I mean, I could watch somebody get their head hacked off and that doesn't bother me at all in any way, shape or form, but loud yeah, noises, jump scares. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't even have to be a jump scare. It could just be a loud noise in a movie regardless, gotcha. and I would jump. Yeah. I don't know what the hell it is about so, that. So If we can plan that. I oh, no, it'd totally be awesome. That'd be cool. I mean, that's just up to the other guys who don't happen yeah. to be here right now. Jerks. They're jerks. I hate, <laughs> um, I hate them so much. People, stupid people that have other things to do. Yeah. Jeez. Um, so we should talk about our movie for the yes, night. Yes, and I, I probably should apologize, and Tom and Greg <laughs> probably... Uh, Maybe it's good that you weren't here tonight. Because, I wonder if they uh, watched it. I know Tom didn't, Tom most did. likely, because okay. he knew he wouldn't be here. Okay, yeah. Uh, and the, the Greg, we we must have missed you talking about yeah. being somewhere else tonight. So, But I would suppose, I would assume that they neither of them watched it and just let us suffer. Yeah. Um, okay, so the reason I'm apologizing is because uh, since I'm stuck in this, uh, let's do 80s movies that I've never seen before. Mm -hmm. So then trying to find a decent uh, 1980s horror film yeah. that none of us have seen mm -hmm. uh, was a challenge. Yeah. And so I went on this list of films from the 80s horror films from the mm -hmm. 80s and this one actually scored really well on both imdb and on rotten tomatoes yeah and we watched it yeah and let me just point out before we start like i did not hate this movie i didn't i did not hate it i yeah i mean yeah yeah Let's tell everybody what yeah, it is. let's go. Okay, it's a 1987 movie called Opera. It's Dario Argento. Yep. So it was a, basically an Italian-style horror film. Yes. 
Um, and I'm probably pronouncing it incorrectly because I looked it up, but I, I didn't look at how to pronounce it. They referred to it as a giallo. It's giallo, yeah. It's giallo, yep. Uh, film, which is basically Italian pulp fiction. Yes. And for a little bit of history or Can't trivia, wait. a little bit of trivia, giallo is yellow in Italian. Which I did not know. And pulp fiction books in Italy were printed on uh, yellow covers. See, you join the podcast and you learn you something learn new something. if you didn't know that. So I'm just going to give you the quick uh, skinny yeah. on opera. Uh, it's pretty basic. A young operetta is stalked by a deranged fan bent on killing the people associated with her to claim her for himself. On IMDb, 7.1 stars. On Rotten Tomatoes, the tomato meter gave it 85%, and the audience score was 79%. So it ranked well on both of those sites. Mm-hmm. Would, uh, you, would you give it those score, though? Um, I don't know if I would score it that high. Dario Argento is, a, is somebody that I've dodged for a long time. I have friends... That love what he does, um, that love the Giallo style, that are just super into that. And I've talked about his films a lot. Not my cup of tea. And that's the only reason why I wouldn't score it as high as everyone else. Because I feel like you have to be into that style of film to appreciate that style of film. Now, had this been a film that was shot today differently, like in modern times, whatever I may have been, cause story wise, that movie wasn't bad. Um, now I will say when I was watching it, the first 15 minutes, I was like, well, this is just the fucking Phantom of the Opera. Right. That's, that's exactly that's what I was thinking. What it is. Yeah. It's just the Phantom of the Opera without like, I was gonna say without the opera, but the, uh, the opera was, it. it is, uh, it's just the Phantom of the Opera. Um, but then as everything kind of starts to take a turn and everything, it goes, it drifts away from that right. idea. Right, yep. Um, I thought it was too long. It's an hour and 50 minutes. I There's a point in the movie where I thought that's w- where it could have ended. It was mm-hmm. about 20 minutes extra of stuff. But right. there's a point in the movie where she's locked herself in her like apartment and uh, the the they get the ins- they get the inspectors like confused like is he in the apartment or is he out of the apartment? Which then, that scene had one of the best kill shots I've yeah, seen. The eye, yeah, the yeah, ice. Yeah, he's obsessed with eyes in this movie. Oh yeah, it's all eyes. It's yeah. all poking your eyes out, shooting your eyes out. It's all with the most horrific part in this movie wasn't even a death when he puts those things under her eyes. So she can't like close them. tapes the needles. Right. I was like, eyes, yeah. that is just the worst thing. Kill me before you do mm-hmm. that. That's the worst thing ever. Uh, but he's really obsessed with eyes. And I don't know if I'm not super like schooled on Dario Argento. So I don't know if that's something he does. Um, and his other films. Uh, I've never seen Suspiria. I've never seen Inferno. I do want to change that because I feel like I should go back and watch those movies because they are so highly talked about. Um, opera might not have been as big as those other two films that I just mentioned. Um, you know, I, I'm looking at his list of stuff here and I 
I don't know that I've heard of these. Yeah, Suspiria is the only Dario Argento movie that I know. Right. And I haven't seen that. So. He actually did one called <clears throat> Giallo. He did a Giallo film called Giallo. He did Phantom of the Opera. Yeah. He did do the, Phantom of the, the Opera. The gory remake yeah. is what they're um, saying here. Demons and the demons I had heard of. I knew that movie. Um, but yeah, Suspiria and Inferno are the two big ones that I know he did. Um, but again, I have not seen them and I will add those to my list for the month of October. <clears throat> I will change that. Um, but anyway, the apartment, the apartment where he's chasing her through the apartment yeah. and she kills the real inspector. And then <clears throat> they have this, like, I was like, that's setting up the final, like, here we go. This is the final mm-hmm. scene that they're going to end this whole thing. And then she escapes and it goes on for another 20 minutes. And I'm like, nope, it could have ended right there. Yeah. Let's just let's wrap this shit up. And they did. No, no, it went on for another 30 minutes or so. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then the whole. Uh, he ties her to the chair at the very end of the whole mm-hmm. movie and burns the room. Sets down the room on fire. Yep. And I'm like, OK, that's the end of it. And then they do a nice little like. She gets away, and now she's making a movie with the guy that she loves or whatever. They're out this beautiful, like, countryside in the mountains and everything. Everything's happy, and the birds are chirping. And then it's like, oh, by the way, that guy didn't really die. Didn't really he's die, he's, and he's running and after just, you. He's like, oh, we don't have to start this movie over again. Yeah. Let's, we're done. Yeah, no, and and it didn't add anything to it. Not at all. That, so. Not at all. Uh, but I, I do got to say, it, it has one of the best kill shots I've ever seen. Um, and it, I, I, I just going to describe it here. There, the, there's a supposedly an inspector outside the doorway <clears throat> and, uh, her friend is trying to look through the peephole to see who it is. And the guy just puts the gun right up to the keyhole or to the peephole yeah. and shoots through her eye <laughs> out the back of her head. And they do the shot in profile yeah. and it was, it looked awesome, yeah. you know, for some of the faker stuff that, you know, the stuff that looked more fake throughout the movie, that one just looked really yeah. good. Um, so yeah, one of the best kill shots, something that made me laugh out loud is, uh, the, the friend, the seamstress that got smacked with the, uh, the iron. Yeah. I don't know if you remember the I way. I laughed at the same it's, like, yeah. it's like she, oh, ow, ooh, ow. <laughs> yep. When he and, throws the iron at her and like then 20 fa- feet away. And light. then yeah. falls over. Yeah. And it's just like, what the hell just and happened And she's like, there? she's crawling on the ground. Like, yeah. Like, he threw, like. Like, 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 mean, she, like she was paralyzed yeah. from it. And, but that was after she was, you know, staggering for like, you know, three, four seconds. Yeah. It was just, it was comical. Yeah. But, was, but once again, if you look at it, it is Pulp Fiction horror movie yeah. so there is going to be things that are cheesy on it. um it is beautifully shot and that's another thing that he's known for is like the colors in his movies mm-hmm. um and i wasn't really seeing it in this movie a lot until like further in the movie it started like there's some scenes where you start seeing like the more the red mm-hmm. being brought out and like the green lighting yeah. and like stuff like that um and again usually i'm not i see that in movies and go this is why why that's just stupid yeah. but for some reason i saw it in this and it just fit yeah. Um, and again, I think that's part of the style of film. Again, I'm not schooled in Giallo or Dario Argento, and I really feel like as a horror fan, I've I've um, limited myself because I don't watch the older 60s, 70s, 80s. Well, not 80s. I do watch those, but the 60s, 70s like ty- like style like horror mm-hmm. films mm-hmm. and where they came from. 
And uh, I should I, I I'm gonna try to fix that in October because I watch only contemporary horror. That's just that's my uh, my wheelhouse, and that's where I like to live. But I think uh, because of movies like what I watch today, I need to break out of that and go back and kind of find the movies that inspired the movies mm-hmm. that I watch right. today. I won't do a whole month of Giallo. I, I would bang myself against the wall. Yeah, that's the that's the next marathon. <clears throat> yeah, is, uh, but uh, I will not challenge myself to that. <clears throat> but I will challenge myself to go back and watch the horror from years ago and, right. and try to catch up on things I have not seen sure. there. Uh, so, uh, recommend, not recommend, thumbs up, thumbs down. You know what? I, I, I'm going to say that somebody, if, if I give it a shot, if that's your thing, if that's your thing and you want to watch, if you want to study up on things that people don't make today, um, or a certain style of film, mm-hmm. if you're a filmmaker that wants to make a giallo film, people like that go watch something from Dario Argento. It doesn't right. have to be opera. Um, but I didn't think the movie was bad. It was watchable. It was too long. Uh, but it wasn't bad. I, I'm in that same camp with you that uh, <clears throat> about at the at about the times that I said, okay, I've had enough of this, mm-hmm. then something interesting would that's, happen. That's what it was, yeah. And it pulled me back in. Yeah. And then, and yeah. then it pulled me back yeah. in. So, uh, you know, as opposed to keeping my you know, devout attention the entire time, it, it had a way of pulling me back into it. So yeah. so I agree with you. If if you're a fan of Giallo, I would assume that you would like this. I don't know that I've ever seen another Giallo film before. Uh, so um, You do have to give this movie about 30 minutes before. Like, don't quit. If you're going to watch it, don't quit. Give it about it, a it, half hour. Yeah, it takes a while to get rolling. Things start happening, and then, you know, it'll kind of keep your attention for the most yeah. part. Uh, but if you quit 10 minutes in... You know, you, there's other stuff. It's yeah. coming. You just got to give it a second. And there's a lot of opera music in there. So if you're not an mm-hmm. opera fan, that makes it a little more difficult. That was the well. other thing that kind of bothered me was the whole movie is scored. Yeah. The whole movie. Yep. Yep. You, I want to know what that movie. And I remember thinking this. I'm glad you brought it up. Um, I remember thinking, I wonder what this movie would be like without if you took all the, the score out of it. I wonder because there's parts in that movie where um, things are happening and the score took me out of it. I was like, okay, this could be a really like if there's like silence is deafening. And if you took the music out of this and just like there's a part where, again, where it goes back to the apartment and she first lets the inspector in and she's sitting on her bed and you don't know if it's him or if it's not him. Mm -hmm. And there's like a nice little like zoom moment and. If there's no, but there's music over the whole thing. And if you're like, if there's no music right there and you just like, you could hear a pin drop, what this scene would play out completely mm-hmm. differently. Um, so, but yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, I agree with the whole, it was just scored a little too much for yeah. me. Something so. I found uh, just this last week was uh, on YouTube, uh, famous jump scares with the music removed. Okay. And it was interesting how ineffective they were. Okay. With, with the music gone. Yeah. So uh, so while we're saying that, you know, the music in this one kind of hurt it, 
in a way, just because it was scored all the way through. But, you know, the importance of music elsewhere. Yeah. Exactly. So uh, so we're both saying if you're a fan, Give it it's a shot. worth a watch. Give it a shot. Okay. Uh, yeah. Educate yourself. Yeah. I wish I would have. <laughs> so um, out of, let's do out of uh, what? Out of, let's do out of five. Uh, let's do out of ten. Out of ten, I'd give it a five. Okay. Yeah, I was six, Four or five. Six, seven, yeah. But but for me, that's just because I'm not a fan yeah. of the genre. Yep, exactly. So. so. All right. Cool. Excellent. Shout out. Because uh, we're wrapping up here. We're at yeah. about 40. Uh, do the Prairie Lights one first. Sure. Uh, Prairie first. Lights Film Festival uh, 2017 is October 20th through the 22nd in uh, Grand Island, Nebraska at the Grand Theater. Uh, if you have not gotten tickets, it's just $10 for a weekend pass that gets you all access to all of the films, uh, to every Q&A. There's some 25% off food and drinks at different places there in Grand Island. You get some free popcorn, uh, free DVD if you sign up by a certain time. Yeah, and those you are get, limited. You, those yeah. are limited. Yeah. Uh, so you want to sign up for those as soon as possible. Uh, I think that's pretty much it. There's a final tally of, I believe, 40, 40 films. films, 23 world premieres. Yeah. So that is, uh, it's just like one of the best times ever, too, guys. I feel like the $10 is worth, like, yeah, you go see the movies and you get three days of like, nebraska made films but like the uh the also the, like the talking with like the networking mm-hmm. and talking with filmmakers and just the atmosphere worth that ten dollars right. alone and then the discounts that you get at all the different uh places is um it's just a lot of fun right so i recommend if you've never been just give it a whirl right. it's a fun time and midnight freights we have uh one submission for the Flatwater Terrors, which is uh, Ghost Hunter. Yep. Uh, which is uh, still being edited, but very well on its way it to being completed. Is, yeah. And I'm loving it so far. Uh, we'll see how sick of it I am by the time we will get to be, see it on the big yeah, screen. Yeah, will you be willing to watch it at Prairie Lights? You know, when once it gets to Prairie Lights, I'm <laughs> yeah. going to really, I, I'll be curious to see how it looks on the big screen. Yeah. Because, you know, I'd see what it looks like on my, you know, 29-inch monitor. Yeah. But uh, on the big screen is completely different. Yeah. That's something I learned doing La Bites last year. Yeah. Uh, and then um, uh, the four of us are working on another project, not through Midnight Frights. It's going to be a Crooked Codpiece production with uh, working with Dream Awake, yeah. which is uh, the comedy entry into Prairie Lights Film Festival called yeah. The Contest. Yeah. Shooting that next week. Shooting that this upcoming weekend. Yeah. Way to rush. Way to, way to you know, last minute oh, put but, in there. But editing that one's yeah. going to be so much easier yeah. than editing Ghost Hunter because it's just two people talking. Yeah. That's it. Um, and, uh, you know, if you get uh, you get a chance, head on over to midnightfrightfilms.com. Uh, we just had a really great meeting about all the different uh, project ideas. We're going to challenge ourselves to start doing a month, uh, a short a month. So those should be dropping on the website here soon. So a ton of new content coming your way on midnightfrightfilms.com. There's cool content on there. Uh, Midnight Fright Films on Facebook, the Midnight Frightcast on Facebook. That's 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 the uh, that's the plug. That's pretty much it. Yeah, cool. All right. Uh, hopefully, when we come back uh, the next week, we'll have four of us here again, and uh, with a new movie. So we'll uh, see you then. All right. Take it easy, everyone.